You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action. And your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne. Hey, happy 4th of July. Welcome back to the Productive Not Busy podcast, where we want to help you do life and business focused, confident, and with a plan. Today, we're going to start a series about branding. You know what a brand is, right? McDonald's, Apple, Lexus, Levi's, Rolex, all those are brands, right? But do you know what a personal brand is? Even more important, do you know how to build one? If you answered no to either one of those questions, then you're going to enjoy this episode. Right now, no matter what business you're in, with the economy the way it is, we're in a shift. Now more than ever, you need a personal brand. If you want to stand out from the competition, attract new clients, and build a thriving business, it's important to create powerful, thriving personal brand. So if you're an entrepreneur, it's critical to devote at least some time each week to strengthening your brand. As you'll understand later, your personal brand is one of the biggest assets you have. Your personal brand can take your business to places you never thought before. But do you know how to build one? Fortunately, I've been around some very amazing, gifted people that have been able to build personal brands. Unfortunately, most business owners don't know how to build a personal brand. They feel fuzzy and, you know, on exactly what steps they need to take to, and what it involves to creating a brand around themselves, or even don't even know what that means. They think a logo is a brand. Well, that's what this episode's all about. We're going to give you a roadmap that will walk you through what is a personal brand, why you need a personal brand, a step-by-step guide to building your own. So let's dive in. So what is a personal brand? Well, first things first. I say let's ensure we're all on the same page in terms of what a personal brand actually is. A personal brand is much more than a flashy logo or some cool color palette, right? A personal brand goes far beyond having a super cool business card. A personal brand is not just about having a website with your name and some fancy letters. Although that is certainly part of it, absolutely. A personal brand is much bigger and all-encompassing. It's about who you are and what you do. Your personal brand is how you present yourself, both online and offline, to your ideal audience. So your brand is, is the image that you put forth, okay? It's what you stand for. It's your values, what you're all about, the core of who you are as a person. Your personal brand is your like secret sauce, okay? The thing that sets you apart from everybody else. It's what makes you unique. So what is your brand supposed to include? Well, values, unique skills, experiences, stories, personality, and image. And each of these must be present and really presented 
in an authentic, honest way to your audience. Don't be a poser. Okay. Don't be a poser. Build a brand that's honest, that you can definitely represent without having skeletons in the closet. Your personal brand centers around you as an individual. It's about what you bring to the table, the value that you offer. It involves the specific ways that you solve people's deepest problems, right? Money follows problem solved. The bigger the problem, the more the money, right? You help them with their pains and their biggest frustrations. You must be tempted to think that like these huge companies like Coca-Cola and Pepsi and Pizza Hut and Nike, but that's not true. Thanks to the internet and the power of social media, okay? Every person has the ability to have their own brand because we're all the same size on the internet. Everyone can consistently and constantly put themselves out in front of an audience. Everyone can add value to their audience. Everyone can communicate their message loud and clear. But just tread lightly on this because people see through nonsense. Right? People see through nonsense. They see the stuff that you put out there if they know you and that's not what they really know you're you're doomed because people are going to see through that we all have the tools to build a powerful personal brand in fact you might say that every person is now a brand like every walking human is a, really a brand okay and the way you treat people and the way that you portray your business and your personal life is really your brand okay the question is whether or not you're actively taking control of your brand so you know why do you want to be a brand well you, you become an influencer so as an influencer like um, companies like marketing hub they say like you can either ignore your personal brand and let it develop organically possibly chaotically beyond your control, or you can help massage your personal brand to depict you as a person that you want people to see. Key to that is, is make sure that it's authentic. Okay. That's, that's one thing that I struggle with is, you know, especially in the automotive industry, uh, real estate, you know, you see people portraying themselves online when you really know that that's not even close to what is authentic, especially in the car business. We, we see a lot of that. In other words, you're going to have a personal brand, whether you want to or not. So everything you share online, every email or, or social media post that you send out to your audience, every blog, every live event, whatever, they're all a part of your brand. They all shape the way people think about you and the image that you put forth. The question is whether you want your brand to develop on its own with no guidance from you or whether you want to take active control of the process, right? If you look at the obvious, it's always better when you're in control of the process. So how do you actively build a brand? How do you get in control of the process? How do you ensure that your brand is helping to build your business? Well, that's kind of where we're going with the rest of this episode. I built multiple brands with my music industry, with the car business, right? We had to have a brand. We had to have a value statement. We had to have an explanation of services, right? Think of it this way. You and five of your 
cohorts walk into a room and you all do the exact same business, whatever it may be, carpet, real estate, let's use. And there's a client sitting in a room and they're going to give you a minute and a half to tell them why they should do business with you over the next person standing next to you. What would you do? Most people would say, oh, I've been in the business 20 years. I'm local. I did $40 million last year. Whatever it is, that's not going to cut it. People are sensitive to how can you help me? How can you help me solve my problem? And do I like you? Okay. So at this point, you might be thinking, why do I need to build a personal brand? Especially if you're not a big company. Let's say you're just a one-person operation or two-person operation, right? Why do you need a brand? Well, the reality, every entrepreneur, coach, consultant, freelancer, whatever, should be building their own brand. doesn't matter if you're a big name or not. You don't have to be a Fortune 500 company. If you're trying to build a business of any sort, it's important to build your own brand. You don't need to be a large company or Hollywood celebrity in order to benefit from building a brand. So let's talk about the benefits of building a brand. All right. The number one thing is personal branding allows you to stand out over your competition. I see people getting sideways all the time with, you know, bad mouthing a, a competitor. Okay. Because, oh, well, that's, they're stupid or they're, they're not really like that or whatever. It's okay. Build your own brand. So you stand out. If it's authentic, people will take it and run. First and foremost, building a brand enables you to uniquely stand out in front of your competition, not next to them. Your brand values and expertise and the stories you tell are part of your story. And they're different than your competitors, right? Your, your competitor can't bring what you bring to the table. They simply don't have what you have to offer. You are unique. Only you are you, right? So do you have you know, unique experiences, strengths, beliefs, perspectives, skills, insights. That sets you apart from everybody else. These are incredible, incredibly valuable and distinguish you from your comp competition. You offer unique value that no one else can offer. No one else can bring to the table what you bring to the table. No one else has your unique combination of skills, insights, and experiences. So building your brand allows you to highlight your uniqueness and stand out, right? I don't want to compete. I want to dominate. You're, you're dead in the water if you're interested in competing. It allows you to capitalize on your strengths. It allows you to highlight the best parts of you. And as you work to highlight your strengths, it distinguishes you from all of the competitors. It gives you a distinct competitive advantage. Right. Think about uh, Rolex and how they've set themselves apart from the competition. Right. Because they focus on being exclusively a luxury watch brand. They have this what sets them apart from other watch companies like Timex that cost one tenth of what a Rolex costs. Rolex is the brand for those who want a luxury watch. Timex is the brand for those who want a sturdy, relatively cheap watch. They have their niches. By working relentlessly to build the brand, Rolex has distinguished themselves from every other competitor in the world. The more you work to build your brand, the greater edge you'll have over your competition, then there won't be competition. You're going to be standing out head and shoulders above the crowd. 
right? As noted a while ago, personal branding highlights just how unique you are and incredible value that you offer. Because you bring unique value to the table that no one else offers, you can charge a premium price for your services or a lot of times price doesn't even come up. After all, you're offering something that can't be found anywhere else. Your services are only offered by you. When you craft a strong personal brand, you can charge a higher price for your products and services because they're exclusive to you. They can't be purchased at another agency or from another person. The stronger the brand, the more people want your service. The more people that want your services, the higher prices you can charge or your prices are not even an issue when it comes time to doing business. People will just pay whatever it takes to do business with you. That's exactly why Nike is able to charge so much for their stupid shoes. They've spent years building their brand into a powerhouse. Nike's shoes have become a status symbol. Wearing Nike says something about who you are. There you go. This allows Nike to charge ridiculous amounts of money for their shoes. The brand automatically equals higher price no matter what. If you've done a good job of building your value, you can take a page from Nike's book when you're working on this, really. By working hard to build your brand and showing how much value you bring to the table, you too can charge a premium price. It also highlights your expertise. Remember, your, your brand is how you present yourself to the world. This means that a significant amount of personal branding involves the content that you share with the world. More valuable the content you share, the more you demonstrate that you're an expert and who should be trust, trusted to handle their affairs. Right? So with every piece of content that you share, right? I don't care if it's social media, blogs, emails, videos, inspirational, you know, Yahoo graphics, meditations, affirmations, audio books, podcasts, whatever you're doing, establish yourself as an expert in the field, as someone who really knows what they're talking about as a thought leader in your arena, right? That's what my, my coach always says. Be a thought leader in your arena. You're demonstrating your knowledge and insight into the, to the world. You're proving just how much value you offer and what you're going to do as a person. A lot of times people spend too much time <clears throat> posting on social media little ditties that just want people to like them right? You have to bring value. There has to be substance. The more you demonstrate your expertise, the more your audience will trust you and come to you to solve their problems. The more value you share, the more it shows. People that, you know, know exactly what you're talking about and should be looked at as an expert. If you've been doing your job long enough and you've, and you've acquired some success, then you're an expert. You just need to bottle it. Being known as an expert in your field brings some unique benefits for sure. Because when you're an expert, it attracts your ideal audience. You don't have to chase them. The people who need your help the most will find you. You get more referrals from any other person in your industry and in related industries if you're an expert. You can charge whatever premium price, the kind of price that only an expert can charge, right? Think about it. Tony Robbins is a prime example of this. For years, he's been sharing the same message of self-empowerment, which is what he believes in. 
Everything he says, every video he puts out, every book he writes has the same brand message. You can develop into a powerful individual and I can help you do that. Over time, he's established himself, if you ask me, is, is the go-to person in self-development. Absolutely. Now, it's just like we're talking about branding, right? Number one soda in the world, Coke. Number two, Pepsi. Number three, nobody knows. Number three is whatever you're drinking if it's not Coke or Pepsi. Tony Robbins has done that for himself. People say, I don't like Tony Robbins. Well, it's okay. He's not your Coke or Pepsi. But he is the go-to person for that. He is, he is distinct and divine and embedded in his message. He believes it. He believes he can help people. He attracts huge audiences of people who want to fulfill that potential, right? Millions of people read his books and follow him on social media. And he charges ridiculous prices for his services. So by consistently building his personal brand over a lot of years, Tony Robbins is now people flocking to him for to throw money at him, at stupid amounts of money to get into his places just to ask him for his advice. Do you want to experience that effect where it's magnetic? If you want to be known as the go-to person in your industry, then it's absolutely essential that you begin building your brand as soon as possible. Your brand puts you in charge of your narrative. Like we said a while ago, your personal brand will evolve whether you want it to or not. Right? If you use social media, if you send emails, if you have a blog, if you speak to people, one person or groups of people or record and share videos with your fan base, you're building a brand. Make it a truthful brand then you're already building your personal brand. Everything you put into the world is part of your personal brand. So be careful. The question is whether you're doing it intentionally. In other words, are you carefully determining exactly what your brand is all about? Or are you letting it happen in an ad, you know, kind of just a wayward manner? Are you thoughtfully creating your brand or are you letting your brand evolve on its own? Are you the one crafting people's opinions about you or sort of letting things happen? It's kind of tricky, especially in the, in the days of social media. Back in the day when we were fighting it out as a, as a young, I, I was, you know, a part of an amazing group of guys that we, we played music and went on a magical journey. And we didn't have social media. We had flyers cassettes and CDs, and we would walk around person to person going, hi, this is who we are, this is what we do, and this is why you should come see us play tonight. Right? We had to network. We had to, we had to, uh, a second to make people like us. We had people hand us our stuff back and say, no thanks. Then we had other people that would show up and see us and say, man, I'm sure glad that we did this. But we had to do it one swing at a time, one person at a time. With social media, you're sending it out to thousands of people, right? And it's really a harrowing thing that people see through BS also, okay? So people see that if you're uh, something that 
you're trying to portray that you're really not. And a lot of people know that. You've got to be careful because then you're going to create the opposite effect of that. You're determining what others think about you, whether they simply are, you know, letting them form their own opinions of you, what have you. With every social media post you share, every blog you put out there, every email that you send, you're shaping the narrative of who you are. You're in control of that story. The more you build your personal brand, the more visible you'll become. You'll attract more fans, more clients. And then those allies, raving advocates, fans, whatever you want to call them, will share your content with their tribes. The more your content gets shared, the more fans you'll attract. The more ad advocates, the more referrals you'll attract. Okay? It's a powerful cycle that a lot of people are not taking advantage of. So as your advocate, raving fan base, whatever you want to call it, grows, you can expect to be featured in places that you weren't expecting. Right? Media outlets are always looking for experts to comment on particular subjects. And when you become known as that expert in the field, you'll start generating some media requests, most likely. The more you're featured in media outlets, the more opportunities you'll have to speak in front of crowds of people, which is cool because I would rather talk to crowds of people than one person at a time due to the fact that your percentages are better. Conference organizers are always looking for well-known media personalities to speak. And if you become that person, it's a game changer. As your brand grows stronger, your platform will get bigger, which will then make your brand stronger. Building your brand is a virtuous cycle, really, that brings greater and greater results the more you do it. If you don't have a strong brand, then you don't have any guidelines as what content you should share with your audience then, right? And so you end up sharing either nothing at all or whatever catches your fancy at the time that may not be important to anybody. That's okay. Neither of these strategies really contributes to your personal brand. When you have a strong brand, it guides you towards exactly what kind of content you should share. You simply put, you shouldn't only share content that aligns with and promotes the values of your personal brand. A meme might be funny, but if it doesn't add to your brand, you shouldn't share it. Simple truth, honestly, if you ask me, is people connect better with people that they do understand. Right? People connect better with people than they do with companies. That's why Elon Musk and uh, the guy from Virgin, um, Richard Branson, have more individual Twitter followers than the companies they founded. How about that? The more you work to build your brand, the more individuals will want to connect with you, both in person and online. People will be attracted to your values, personality, convictions, all that good says, the insights that you offer. Just don't get intoxicated with the chasing of followers and likes. The more connected you are, the more business opportunities will present themselves to you. More speaking requests, more media opportunities, the opportunity to partner with other like-minded people. Right? Building your personal brand connects you personally with potential clients, which then builds your business.
right? There's a great, great quote out there. It says, with so much content and so many small businesses popping up online, a brand that connects to a person's face is much easier to trust faster. It takes less time and effort to build a relationship with the personal brand as compared to a business brand. I thought that was cool. Now, a lot of people get the opportunity to wield a superpower that can be either good or bad. Okay, the more you develop your personal brand, the more you become an influencer. Some people dream of being an influencer. An influencer is someone who, right, significantly shapes the opinions of the followers and has a big influence on how they behave. Got to be careful with that one. Be careful what you wish for and having that power as well. Because once you start that that ball rolling, you have something to live up to. And it can crash in a hurry. There's some significant benefits to being an influencer for sure, right? What What are they? Well... You know, the big brands want to work with influencers that have large large audiences, which re- can result in extra revenue for you. They often get, like, get lots of free things from the companies who are interested in partnering with them. You receive all these media requests to speak at these conferences and events and TV. If that's what you want, it's amazing. But just remember, you can't flip that on and off when you want to. Once you become an influencer, there's expectations. If you want to get these perks, you start working to develop your personal brand. Again, just double check and make sure that's exactly what you want to do. Again, going back to the music days, we dreamt of the giant stages and tour buses and all that fun stuff. What we weren't prepared for is when we wanted private time. We wanted to rest. We were sick. We didn't feel good. We were told what to say, when to say, how to say it, where to be, when to be there. It was a game changer. Not exactly what we were expecting. Not saying that we don't appreciate that experience, but it taught me a lesson. It gave me that expertise to go, you know, you got to have a plan. When you have 103 temperature and you don't feel like it, but there are thousands of people that are there to see you perform, you got to make it happen, even when you don't feel like it. There's a lot of power in the personal brand, especially. You're starting to kind of see the power of your personal brand the more we talk about. Your brand is what? really enables you to distinguish yourself from the competition, allows you to charge premium prices for your services and makes you become magnetic. The business tends to lean more towards coming to you than you chasing it down. The more you focus on your brand, the more visible you become, the more you become known as the expert in your field, right? The more you're known as an expert, the more opportunities that come your way. The more you connect with others, in turn, build your business even more. It's safe to say that there's a few things more powerful than a personal brand. The more you focus on building it, the greater the results you'll see. Now, are you ready for that to happen? Well, 
Well, there's some steps to building a personal brand. I have the benefit of having a, an extremely influential friend that I've known for about 30 years, written some pretty amazing books, has a training and consulting company and a capital company that he goes around and buys almost a billion dollars worth of real estate. And he says, you can follow these steps. Now that you know how you should build a brand, let's talk about how to actually do it. Let's break down the individual strategies you can use to build your personal brand, right? You got number one, you got to basically determine who you are, who you are, who you are for real. The first step is creating that personal brand is to determine who you are. Remember, building your brand is about sharing your authentic self with the world. There's an influencer out there named Tyler Basu. He said it perfectly. Your personal brand should not be an inauthentic persona. Branding is not about positioning yourself as something you want to be or would like to be or are not. It's about purposefully and strategically showcasing your authentic self to your audience and your customer. Your personal brand should be a true reflection of your skills, passion, values, and beliefs. So, let me put that in another term. Your personal brand is built upon your skills, passions, values, and beliefs. You must know yourself if you want to build a strong brand. You've got to know that. What, what are your skills? What are your passions? What are your values? What are your beliefs? And be able to package it in a way that it's consistent and easy to consume. Right? So you got to ask yourself, what unique skills do you have? What are your core values? Right? What are you passionate about? What, what unique experiences have shaped who I am? How can I effectively serve my core audience? And what do I have to offer that no one else does? The answer to those questions should shape your personal brand. They should help you get to the core of what matters most to you and how you can add value to your audience. Then you got to decide what you want to accomplish with this, right? Once you've identified the core of who you are, it's time to think about what you want to accomplish with that brand. What would I like to accomplish? Like, per You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast with Coach Wayne. Join us next time for more money-making strategies to help you have less stress and more free time. Follow us on Facebook at Productive Not Busy, on Instagram at Frontline.Coach.Wayne, and on Twitter at Wayne New Jr. And remember, be productive, not busy.